Now entering Nerdist.com. You too. Holy Thanks, crap. man. But how much is that? Was that 15 minutes? I don't know. It was pro- I probably ran the light. Because <laughs> you that's... said, let's do 10s. And I said, how about 12s? And you said, who has new material, I guess? <laughs> and I was like, I that's, do. That, that's, none of that's on your uh, oh, special, right? Album. No, no. God damn. That's it. That's solid. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> We're at Flappers, you guys, on a yes. Monday night. We have a quorum. This is nice. Yeah. We each did a little bit of stand-up, and, and, now, uh, and, now and you guys don't get to hear it. <laughs> right, yeah. You guys, you got to come to a live uh-huh. one, you guys. Got to come to a live one, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody got a free T-shirt who came, because uh, I'm getting rid of the T-shirts. Oh, cool. If you didn't get a free T-shirt, there's more T-shirts out there. Now, so. what about the people we charged money for the T-shirts? So sad, too bad. find me when i'm out in the world and i'll i'll do something i don't know what all right but the t-shirts we didn't we ended up not liking them it's because and it was entirely it's the same people who print my good the dork forest ones Mm -hmm. but who knew this would be popular who knew this would be a third credit on the back of your book (laughs) anyway i'm so so enraged (laughs) um so uh, uh, let me ask you something on your the artisanal the oh yeah the, the you, sexism thing yeah. yes that's such a great bit do you think you could do it without the story about your brother up top yeah the story about my brother up top is brand new I don't think you needed to get into that no I don't but I'm hoping to add it yeah because uh, it's a nice clock eater yeah anyway um, <laughs> no and I also I also think that there's something there's something. Uh, genuinely likable about uh, talking about my brother not being a creep. I think I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Cuz there's I think there's something there. Yes. But, but you don't isn't. need it for that. No. Chunk. No, I don't need it for that chunk, but if I if I could tighten it up over the next 18 months like I like to. <laughs> uh, I think it might be just three lines and it'll be nice and tight. Yeah. And then uh, my brother will hear it once it's on the album and the die is cast. Mm-hmm. Cuz everybody gets rebuttal, nobody gets line veto. <laughs> That's where that goes. Okay, so and you've been pummeled with texts today from Yeah. Do you get texts the day that the show dropped, which no. was yesterday? Why do I? Uh, and some of them are For lovely. For some reason, you're more approachable than me, which I don't understand. <laughs> Why? I know that? how awful you are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, people, uh, I got a lot of, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? You ever get those? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, okay. But I also got a flurry of texts from Doug Stanhope. Uh, Doug Stanhope. Uh, edgy, edgy comic from the road. That everyone thinks you're a movie star because you have uh, Doug Stanhope's uh, text, his cell phone number. I think. Uh, I have Lorraine Newman's number. That's a little more exciting. Wow. Yeah, that's a little more. It, no, okay. no offense, Doug. Doug, at one point, oh my God. Doug was texting me every couple of minutes, and finally he said, I'm just shouting at this podcast. And I said, that's our hook. That's our hook. <laughs> why Why was he mad? He was mad because we, t- we were talking about sexism, and then I told him that oh, he has a podcast. Really? Okay. Remember I said, he, he want, you said he wanted to be on the podcast. Yes. And I said, and I thought it was kind of a cool idea uh, for like a bonus podcast. What are you doing next Wednesday? It. He's doing a Dork Forest. Why don't you two just fucking do a podcast and I'll just <laughs> record it, and I'm, then you, we can do whatever we want with it. I have a spot. How about we throw it away? 
Uh, <laughs> I love you, Doug Stanhope. He's got a new book coming out where he, he essentially, he's just been drunk for 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. And right. he has been sleeping around and, uh, and not sleeping around and saying, hey, do you want to... And so he sent me a couple of links to um, him encouraging... Uh, one was a guy who said, told a story about how he encouraged this waitress to jerk off his friend. And that's, that's Doug Stanhope's modus operandi. Well, he, he doesn't want he, he, to jerk him off. He was like, that guy hasn't gotten laid in years, man. You should totally just fucking jerk him off. And then I guess the waitress was like, okay. And I also, I've met two people I, in the last week. I who appreciate like, a waitress who's, who's that. Who's handsy? Yeah. <laughs> that willing to it's, help been, out. Well, I've heard two, two people in the last week uh, have, have said, hey, um, I like to watch guys jerk off. And I was like, well, send your number to Louie. Two women? <laughs> two women. Oh, two women, interesting. Like, yeah, one woman. Uh, has Are they done comics? It. Uh, one of them used to be, and uh, the other one... Oh, here we go. And uh, do you know her? I don't know her. Okay, and the other one... But I'll never forget her now. now well, she's she's great. Pass that around, and I would like... I'd like my notebook back, please. Um, so, so she likes to watch male comics jerk off? She likes to watch any men jerk oh, off. Okay. She likes men. Okay. And uh, she likes to watch them jerk off. And, okay. uh, and so it's, it's fine. And uh, so... Um, the, uh, uh, and, and, but, you know, like the story Augie... I think I told it last time. The story Augie Smith told about how if your girlfriend likes a rape fantasy, that doesn't mean you get to go rape people. Right. Right. I mean, it just means she would like to... You should find other people. If you like a rape fantasy, find a couple of people who like a rape fantasy. You don't rape people. Right. That's I, there's I, the line. It's, okay. It seems like a large wall of a line. I feel very strongly we can't repeat stories on a live show. Okay. Did anyone hear that one before? So fuck you. Yes. I win. Why do people contact you? I'm I'm worried about their twenty dollars they spent on shirts, and you're telling me to fuck off. And I know you're such a better. Person. I'm tired. I came st- straight from work practically, and um, we had two weeks off, and then we stayed really late today to you to know shore reconnect. up the week. Yes, reconnect. and uh, I, I was at Rooster Teeth Feathers this weekend. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Yes. Up in Sunnyvale. <laughs> it's in Sunnyvale. And uh, we had three shows. We had one show each night, which was okay. kind of awesome. Wait, one on Friday, one on Saturday, one on Sunday? One on Saturday, one on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, we only had one she, on Saturday. One on Saturday. I don't know if that's two. permanent. That might be for the holidays. But I think she decided, Let's instead see. of having a pretty good show and a shitty show, she'd throw the whole audience into one That's awesome. Really that good means show. that it's full. And it's great. Yeah. yeah, I, got, yeah. I got several texts from comics in the Bay Area saying, Lori just destroyed at Rooster Tea Feathers. Oh, really? Yeah, I got two of those. So, <laughs> congratulations. Why are they telling you? <laughs> well, they know that I care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't know why I care. I, no, I was, I was psyched for you. No, you and know so, what? I hadn't, like, Friday, uh, uh, I hadn't, I'd just been doing little spots around town, you know, and uh, I, I was like, oh, I don't, because I should go over every joke on my act when I'm doing 45 minutes. Should you? Je- yes. Be, if I haven't done it in a while, yeah. Sure. yeah but yeah. I had just done an hour uh, on the 10th, and this is oh, the that's 27th. Right. I'm like 17 days. I know I have this still in my head. Right. And then I, I get up, and I, I'm doing a chunk about dating, and I was like, this doesn't feel complete but it's a sold out show and I just have to keep going and so I'm like all right I'll just keep going I feel like I missed a joke and then I'm in the middle of a joke that the whole punchline is a callback (laughs) to the joke I didn't do and I'm like fuck I didn't do that one on a Friday night man Mm -hmm. 
It's just I never money learned on the my table lesson. Right I was there. just yeah. lazy. Well, I think that. Um, oh, I wanted to say that joke about your son. Uh, and the cops, you told the story last yes. episode. That has turned into such a great bit. Thank you for my notebook. Um, <laughs> that's turned into such a great bit, but I thought it was so funny. I saw you work on it at the improv the other night. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a different comedy club, you guys. Don't worry. You'd, you'd, you'd have to go over the hill. Uh, so You'll never see it. You'll ne- <laughs> and, um, but the, um, it's uh, Alonzo Bowden went up after you. I know. You remember that? Yes. Because he was talking about how that cops showed up at your house to watch a video. Because yeah. Alonzo Bowden is uh, a black man. Yes. And he was like, that doesn't happen with uh, with black people. They don't yeah. come to say, what was the video like? <laughs> and, no, uh, they actually make new videos with black people. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Hey. <laughs> Allow me to do that thing where I put my finger to my head. <laughs> well, I noticed, like, here, and I, this happened at Roosters, too. When I do this and I say my son, people go, oh, they yeah. rear back a little bit. Well, so somehow I have to, like, take that energy and sort of incorporate it. You addressed it. it with this crowd, which I thought was good. You were yes. just like, I know. I know you're worried. Don't be yeah. worried. And, and then you turned it into a great... No, that was a great punchline on that. That ended up being great. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's good. That's, uh, yeah. you know, we'll see. It still feels... Unfinished, like the cops are it's there. Super new. One is shot his dick That's off. Like the cops are still there. Shouldn't the story keep going? <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a cop bleeding from the penis in my house, and then I move on to talking about Japan. That doesn't. Right. It doesn't feel finished. I'm sure there's more. There's more goo there. <laughs> I see. You could change the world with that joke. It's uh, so. I have the meat shield T-shirts, right? I'm doing that joke about how white people should be meat shields and yeah. throw themselves in front of shit. Yes. And uh, and I sold a bunch of them on the road with Maria. Uh, where, where were you last week? Um, don't know. <laughs> um, somewhere. Oh, Indiana, yeah. Indiana, Bloomington. Remember? Okay. I was, oh, yeah. I was at, yeah, I was at the uh, the, the comedy attic. So, and, so you've been in town since then? Yeah, I've been oh, in okay. town. I'm going to. Uh, this will. You drop have a lot after. of little. Okay. Yeah, you, you have a lot of stuff coming up, right? Yeah, I'm doing uh, a, a weekend with with Maria this week. Uh, it'll be over, but I'll be in. Get this. I'm doing an Indian casino in West Siloam Springs, Oklahoma with wow. Maria Bamford. The wow. Cherokee Indian Casino. That's uh, exciting. Well, <laughs> we'll see what will happen. And then the next night we're doing Oklahoma City. Yeah. And the night before the, the West Siloam, the Cherokee Indian uh, uh, Casino, we're doing Denver. And uh, the it night that we're at the casino. low and it ends high. Uh, actually, it's a it's a straight shot to the bottom. Uh, we start in Denver and we go to Oklahoma City. Oh, you start City. in Denver. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It's we're both making fun of Oklahoma City. Thank you, Oklahoma City, for listening. <laughs> I love you dearly. Where? Uh, please book me again. Have you worked Oklahoma City before? Yeah, a bunch of times. Okay. Yeah, most some with Maria once alone. And um, there used to be a club there. I remember. I forget who I worked it with. We stayed in um, like Section Eight housing. That's where the the club put us up in. <laughs> that's why I realized. That's why. I hate Airbnbs. They remind me of comedy companies. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, this one. Um, this Section one, eight housing. Yes, like the, yes, the projects. Yes. Yeah, projects. Yes. Nice. And I was taking 
As I did in the 90s, I would take the bus to the local pool. This is like oh, always right. a four-hour expedition, too. Right. It's like, especially in Oklahoma City, the bus comes every hour and a half. So right, right. you got to catch it. This is a Renee Hicks kind of, I'm going to work out all day. Yes. Because you had to get up at 11 right. to be back by 6. Right, right, right. Okay. So I'm crossing the lawn. Or it's not really lawn. It's like dead grass at this place. <laughs> and uh, I see like this, this kind of black mushiness in the, in the grass. And then I looked at it, and I realized, oh, it's a, it's a dead cat. <gasps> and it's been there a long time. Because it didn't wow. look like a cat right off the bat. It was... Oh, man. Wow. Let me that go back drag. to talking about my son putting a finger gun to his head to cheer you guys up. Right. But I, so... you know what? I worked that club, and I sent my avails again. I was willing to go back. Of course I you did. I worked with John McDowell there. That's where I met John McDowell. Who's the... Do you guys know him? Oh yeah, is that Laura is back he? there? Yeah, Laura House is here. That's a, a, he is a um, he's a great joke writer and a great person and a total Trump supporter. It's astonishing. And he lives in Dallas. He's so those funny, three though. sentences actually don't go together. <laughs> they do. They do. People he's are a Nazi, mysterious. but he shops for groceries. He's not a Nazi. No, he's <laughs> he's a grocery shopping. But that's car the first place Nazi. I worked with. Uh, John McDowell. He could suck his own dick as far as I'm concerned. Oh my God, you're a I don't fucking even know asshole tonight. I am. I am. You should have seen me at the post office. I almost went postal at the post office. Uh, I didn't because I'm, of course, blessedly unarmed. Um, so uh, that's what you want. You want to keep me unarmed as well. Disarmed? What would it be? Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been in a kind of a grumpy mood. Yes. Um, uh, in, what are you writing? I'm writing a note for oh, the okay. notes. Okay, I, th- I thought it was it's a person. A, I'm on okay. task. There's okay. no Kyle. Oh, and, that's uh, right. Kyle had a gig. Kyle had a gig. He had to go down to somewhere far away, somewhere you would drive to for a 12-minute set, <laughs> like Costa Mesa or something. Didn't he say it was? Yeah. Like uh, I would Orange fucking County leave or... this podcast right now for a spot in Costa Mesa. <laughs> I would. Happily walk out of your what fuck about, yous what and about fuck your, your friends. What about your dust jacket? What about your dust jacket? Let's let's think. My about dust this. jacket. Yeah, your dust jacket. What are you talking about? Third credit. Third credit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta can... you gotta sell some books. Okay, I thought you, you meant like a duster to... jacket. Oh, like a. I'm like I don't have Columbine one of those. Thing? And why do you think I do? Because <laughs> you would be great as a cowboy. <laughs> would you be great as a cowboy? Would You're you really like yes-ending long... this horrible conversation. <laughs> you, you won't end it. See, I'm tagging it. <laughs> I'm tra- See, I'm be- now I'm You're being a cowboy. Supportive. I'm not a fucking cowboy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Walnut Creek? That's cowboy country. Uh, it was uh, Walnut Grove was oh. Little House on the Prairie. Oh, Walnut Grove was Little House on the Prairie? But yeah. aren't you from Walnut Creek? Yes. All right. Well, um, close enough. not all right. Different city, completely different state, different century. So not all right at all. <laughs> oh, have I got you in a bad mood? It's, uh, <laughs> Don't drag me down. It's, uh, well, <clears throat> anyway. So, so we're, yeah. okay. So all that stuff is like how, how many months old? A couple months old? Yeah, those are all uh, probably, probably five or six weeks. That's great. Of me working That's on That's a lot. Yeah, but guess get this five shows in Bloomington doing oh, doing 20 25 doing 25 minutes. Yeah. Just uh, literally working on that 15 oh, over so and over sweet. and over again. It's yeah, it's tightening up nice. Yeah, that's nice. And then my family keeps calling me. So, uh, I get new material every time I answer the phone. Yay! Well, the cops keep visiting. So, exactly. Uh, 
I'm sure I'll have another chunk. You gotta mine. You gotta mine what you get. So. <laughs> well, I ta- like I I called the school just to kind of find out what's happening. Like, is there some kind of record of this? Is oh, this right. gonna follow him? Yeah, permanent and, uh, record. Permanent she record. She goes, no, not really. I mean, we just made some notes, and then she reads the notes to me, and he sounds like a Columbine killer. I'm like, what the Should fuck? I give him a duster? <laughs> They're like, he's obsessed with mustard gas. And I go, yeah, he just saw Wonder Woman. Yeah. And they, ha- they is it mustard gas yeah. they have in there? Yeah. And my grandmother's brother died from mustard gas poisoning, and so he's so he probably asked about it after it. Wonder Woman, and yeah. then you told him that story, and yeah. so now he's interested. But I, in I think they're seeing him in this really awful light. I'm pissed. Did you did you let him in on the fact that he has a a real nice depth of fart jokes that they're not really <laughs> appreciating? You should make him do his fart chunk. <laughs> yeah, he's got a fart chunk. Oh, yeah, he does. Bring him that to, does sound untidy, though. <laughs> we all have a fart chunk. We should. Since I, the nineties, I um, I uh, uh, that Japan stuff. Yeah, but like I was, I was working. I actually went there in t- twenty twelve, Christmas of twenty twelve, right before my dad got cancer. Right, and so I was working on it, and then I just dropped all that stuff and started working on cancer jokes. Oh, right. And so I was frantically, frantically looking through notebooks. A couple weeks hopes. ago, looking for old material, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that shit." <laughs> so I started I playing things. around with it. Yeah, and um, the arigato yeah. joke, where then I call back arigato. Yeah. So I so I've been playing with the response that she gives me in the joke, and I've noticed that I feel like I have one laugh at that point, and if I have her her taking it by saying, "Oh, you know, this is uh, Japan, not Vietnam, whatever," yeah. if I keep going there. That that's where the laugh goes, and then the callback doesn't really get the big laugh, like an, an ending laugh. I think I think it will though, just because I don't know. But I think you have to address. No, I think I just have to shorten her reply her response, and then I just humiliatingly get it together, say it. Whitey. Yeah, what yeah. The fuck is your problem? A quiet thing. Type of thing. I mean, a quicker thing. Yes. And then <laughs> when I was in, uh, because you do describe the movie that that's from, and I'm like, is that where that's from? Oh really? Yeah, I didn't remember. I oh. have never. I've only Are seen... people distracted by that and taking time to think about that? I did, but that doesn't. Did Did, did you? you guys? Yes. Oh no, but probably people who've seen it were just like, oh yeah, maybe. But everyone else who's not seen it or hasn't seen it in forever were like, is that what's happening? And oh, then they weed well, maybe off, that and needs then you to be. Bring them back. Maybe that needs a little joke there then. Yeah, yeah, may, or. And then, then when I lost my voice a couple weeks ago in New York, yeah. and I was doing the hour at the stand, and I, I was trying to eliminate words left and right, so I had I have two jokes about my mother back to back that are um, pretty mean. <laughs> yes, and so, so the second one I've always like d- done this thing. I'm just kidding. I and then then do the joke, and apparently <laughs> that was enough of a bump to like pull people back. Oh yeah, because I've been doing because because I was like I don't I can't I don't ha- have the voice to do all this extra shit. So I'm just doing the jokes right in a row. Yeah. Just trying to get through the hour without Oh, right. So now, now you can, now you have time. Yeah. No, no. What I'm saying is, thank you for... Not helping? Yes. Uh, <laughs> is that by being forced to take out that just tiny little line that I thought I needed, uh, now it's like a bam, 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 bam. And it, and it gets a different, like a better, stronger laugh, which I, it oh, had cool. occurred to me. I was like, oh, maybe they're too. Maybe that one's too mean, or I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working, as why it wasn't following the first one. And then I think it's because I 
I just kind of interrupted the flow of the nastiness. Oh, interesting. You could stack the hell out of yes. the Yes, I just need more, more right, right. death jokes right. about just, my mom. How about 45 mean jokes about my mom? Yeah. Yeah, there's the <laughs> next special, you guys. And uh, it's... Uh, Kyle and I got to meet her again. I got oh, yeah, to, I you guys her. were at the house? Yeah, you're like, you, you rested her out of her room. Yes. And you're like, come meet my friends. And I was like, she called me her friend. <laughs> I said friend, uh, and I meant Kyle. <laughs> he is doing a set that does make you like him better. And, uh, so, um, yeah. Well, that's it. That was a it's good one. It's been great, you guys. I don't even know how much time. When did we start? You went way the fuck over, so we right. didn't even start until like 8.27. Minutes. No, yes. we're at 20. Are we at 20? 8.48. Yeah. All right. Well, that doesn't... That's I'm, not I'm enough. telling you when we started. We started around 8.27. Right. I was there. <laughs> it's a disappointment to me. So I'm going to have Doug Stanhope on, on the freaking Dork Forest. What are you guys going to talk about? Well, I, I texted him back, and I said, remember that the Dork Forest is a positive place. <laughs> and he's coming to town to do Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> That's also a positive place. Well, I said, why don't you leave your negatory over at the... And he said, yeah, I'll leave all my negative stuff with uh, Rogan. And I said, yeah, yeah, that won't be hard. Just bleed it off, bleed mm-hmm. it off. And then, um, and then, but then he sent me two links to... Uh, he thought he thought that they might. He said, "I think they're funny. You might think that they're embarrassing stories about how I was uh, a drunk and sex things happened." And I was like. None of these are negative. I mean, they're. I mean, he's not the bad guy in either of the stories that were sent to can me. Can you he's... imagine? Can you imagine sending somebody links to when you were drunk and sex things happened? No. Can you imagine there are links to that? <laughs> like, well, there's that. There are multiple tumblers about you being drunk <laughs> and what you and know, what you did sexually while you're drunk. I will say Men, this: I, I, you fucking have it made, and you whine about anything that goes like you can. You can fuck. Nobody cares. You can write a blog about it. Nobody gives a shit. It doesn't hurt you. God damn it! It is annoying. I'm angry. Right. right. The one blog I did read, it said that the, the waitress who he had. Who was willing to uh, jerk off this guy? Um, they crawled back and watched her do it to the other they guy. They crawled where? Well, they went away and left them and left them the woman and the guy to have their sexual encounter. Right. And then they came back and watched like weirdos because they're weirdos. They were mm-hmm. drunken weirdos. And um, I'm sure this is. Uh, I'm sure everyone under the age of forty is like, no, no, that's a crime. But. Uh, <laughs> But I just, uh, I'm of an age where I'm like, no, that's weird, right? Anyway, so. Yeah, it, it is a weird thing where, like, some stuff I hear about, I'm just like, oh, that's, that, of course that happens in a comedy club. Well, of course that happens. Men are gross, and yeah. that happens. And it's a and bar, and there's alcohol. Doing that. Yeah, and everyone's drunk, and that's gross. And it's weird. And it's, it's kind of, I, I like that a lot of women now are, like, demanding that that not be happening at all. Yeah. But it's also, like, that's it. It's like when they stop smoking in nightclubs, in comedy clubs. You're like, oh, this is fucking awesome, but it does. It is different. Yeah, it's weirder. It's not as uh, dirty as it used to be, but yeah. it's great. It's great for our health and stuff. <laughs> and so, if guys aren't raping in comedy clubs, that's great for us in a, w- a good way too. Right? In a way, it's great for in our a health. way. 
It's great for my vaginal health. I think it's really going to be great if men stop raping. But it does. It's going to be wonderful. It does. uh, It will be weird, though. Why do they get it? No. It does change the the tone of a club, right? In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. This, here's my least favorite thing, and I've talked I'm about used it a million. To, yeah. yeah, it's just what not what I'm used to. Right. Yeah. And here's it. It reminds me like people who say that nonsense, where it's like it builds character, toughens you up. You need this stuff to learn how to suck it up and just keep moving. I was like, or you can write comedy from a happy place, and uh, and that exists. There's plenty of happy people that write wonderful stand-up comedy. Are there? Have you seen Ron Funches? He's a delight. Yes. <laughs> Are there any women that write from a happy place? This one. You're staring at her. What? Right <laughs> oh yeah. It's all. Uh, joy. You're the all example the of the writer I, from a happy place. I Holy shit! I'm no, a golden no, retriever no. of stand-up comedy. <laughs> no. You're the angriest woman I know. Please. I didn't used to be about a year and a half ago. <laughs> right then until our podcast started. <laughs> oh, possibly. I don't think possibly. I know any women that write from a, like, uh, say, uh, from what from I would say, like, place from or? Brian Regan's point of view. He seems like, not that he's a person without pain, but it seems like, uh, and I don't know if he's Do you squashed. want, like, a Jim Gaffigan, Brian Regan kind of woman? Is there is that someone that, 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 I, see, I think Gaffigan, I think he, he's putting a, putting some darkness away and he's funneling it through the topics he goes through, right? So's Regan though. If yeah, you, if is you that watch, true? yeah, Regan's a lot darker than, than like, if you watch you're like, oh, there's a fair amount of rage going on right, right. underneath. I mean, but it's mostly a positive kind of standup though. I mean, right, I think right. that it comes from a place where you're like, Everyone, like even that new stuff I'm doing about uh, empathy and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you can have feelings and be empathetic. Please be empathetic, but don't tell me that, don't be weird. <laughs> don't tell right. me that you're a psychic and, 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 and if somebody wins the lottery, you're just as happy. That seems weird to me. Because um, you don't have any money. They do. That's what you're talking happy. about. I think the you're making a people. person up right yeah, now. Making a person. I'm a, you I'm know a, a lottery winner with Josh and Josh Androvsky. Oh right, Josh Androvsky won. But a... no one, no comic is as happy for him as he is for himself. <laughs> exactly, and that's no the way person. It should be. That is the way it should be because he's living his life inside of his own head. It's a delight, and I have to stop. <laughs> but you that. aren't a person that writes from a happy place. I am. No. <laughs> No, we already. I already said you're not. <laughs> oh, did you call it? I'm so sorry. Did you get dibs on me not being happy? You should. He, all of my all of my married but stuff it, is super positive and, yes. and from a happy place. Yes, yes, which yes. is you know how like people they t- talk about their, their partners. It's usually bitch, bitch, bitch. Right. And uh, and so no, but that's a choice you're making, right? Yep. And you you also waited and married somebody that you like. You're not stuck in a horrible marriage, right? right? I did not just say yeah. I got to get to this when I was 23. No. But but uh, I wouldn't have even known how to do that. I don't Does think there's any women that write from a happy place. I I, I don't know how you could. You're so wrong. <laughs> how how can you what? be happy? Well, the comedy. Look at look at this world. Look at look at. Just because you look at all look at look at all the women who are ten years in headlining and what were you and I doing ten years in featuring for featuring. fucking dudes that, that were started after us. Yes. Does that make you? Sometimes I get angry. 
I uh, spend a fair amount of my time angry right now. <laughs> Nobody's pleased. It's 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 not anyone's fault. I'm just like wow. <laughs> You were allowed. You're allowed to progress your career. Yeah, I get. There's a yeah, yeah. There's great women comics who are allowed to be great. Yeah, they're allowed to headline, and it's. I mean, and I'm. I genuinely. It, it's not that it doesn't take any work not to be bitter, because it does. Like every mm-hmm. day, I could wake up and be mad at what other people have. It's not going to get me anything, and it's not going to. Um, it gets. It's going to get gonna you hair any, on your hand. It's going to get your hair on my hand. It's not going to keep me warm at night. Did you see Red Dawn? Anyway, so um, it's a Red Dawn reference just for that area, and uh, so. But I will say, but it's, it's. I I have genuinely worked for the last I would probably say fifteen years mm-hmm. at or more to not be bitter because when I was doing the road like thirty five weeks a, a, a year uh, ro- hard hard road right like ninety six ninety seven yeah driving 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 yeah. working a day job four days a week driving three days a week and having six hour drives in between one nighters um, I met a lot I was featuring and I met a lot of dudes who were not funny. Yeah. And we're working their asses off, not being funny uh, in a row all the time, one <laughs> after another, working very hard and headlining. headlining? Yeah, they and were. So all, and so, were you actually featuring. doing better than them, or were they were they skilled enough to hide the fact that they weren't funny? <laughs> they you know were I mean? doing. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. They were they were doing their job. They were they were yeah. when people left the club or the bar, uh, they would uh, <laughs> essentially people would go. Oh, that was stand-up comedy. And I was like, sort of. <laughs> and it was, I mean, because they had the timing down. Yeah. There was some mugging. There might have been some wiggling. Right. Some jumping up and down. and uh, Some chair humping was possible. I didn't see it. I, there was a lot of talk about chair humping. Luckily, I didn't ever work with a chair humper. Well, and, it, uh, I think there was only one. And he... Uh, oh, no, I'm sure he got, he got, uh, there was there was some homages after <laughs> After, after he chicken, killed himself, after people are like, died, hey, yeah. that chair humping bit's chair, open. It's open. open. We can all do it now. But I would see them, and I remember at one point in the 90s talking to some guy, and his stuff, he was like, I make sure, he was a road guy, and I can't mm-hmm. remember what his name was, but he was like, I make sure my stuff is clean so I'm ready for TV. It's 96, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm going to be ready for TV when they're ready for me. I'm keeping it clean, keeping it clean. And it was some of the most boring stand-up comedy I'd ever seen. Right. Because on the road, if you're never at home, you have two choices. You can either write about what it's like to be on the road. Right. Uh, drinking and carousing and doing whatever. Or you can write about what you're watching on television. Yeah. And he was writing entirely about what he was watching on television. That's like to uh, keep it clean. When people, and it was super boring. When people get famous, they they are unable to talk about normal things anymore. Right. Bill Cosby actually had a very funny bit about it. He's a rapist. But in other news, <laughs> in other news, not, he had a not very, convicted, not convicted, guys. Right. Accused by hundreds of people, <laughs> men, women, children. Who mm-hmm. knows? Um, but the uh, but the thing is, is he. Uh, he had a, it was a great bit, and uh, I don't have any problem telling you what it is. Don't buy his works. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it was essentially, it was about how after he leaves the show, or when he would leave a show, he would get in a private jet and fly home 
and a guy would pick him up at the airport oh and drive him to his house and put in the key code to his door and let him in and then lock him in. He was like, I'm not allowed keys to my own home because in 1967 I lost the keys to my apartment and my wife has never allowed me to have keys anymore because I lose keys. And so I don't know how to get into my own home. He loses them in vaginas. Uh, yes, <laughs> along with any number of while people are asleep. And uh, but But the... The bit was uh, the the thing that made me laugh about about how rich he was yeah. is that he his wife was away and the um, ADT or whatever the security mm-hmm. people it went off and so the ADT people called and he said oh it's it's nothing and they said well I'm gonna need your uh, your code word to turn off the alarm and he was like I don't have a code word and I was like sir you have a code word. And he said, I don't have a code word. And they said, well, we're going to have to send the police. And he says, oh, well, I have a code face. And that made me laugh because he's Bill fucking Cosby. Right. And when the cops showed up, they were like, oh, it's oh. Bill Cosby. <laughs> so he does indeed have a code word, a code face. And, uh, and it turns out his code word was Bill. <laughs> Which also made me laugh because his wife was like, let's keep it simple. <laughs> um, there's, I worked with this guy... Chuck Montgomery. Do you know Chuck Montgomery? Mm-mm. I don't. Laura Housemite. Do you know? No. Okay. He was <laughs> Jenny. Do you know him, Jenny? No. Okay. No. All I right. don't know. He might not be doing stand up anymore. All right. But he. We were doing one nighters together. Jackie, I need your entire attention. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it. Oh my God, this is creepy. Go back to what you're doing. It's too much. Yes. What? Oh, I'm so sorry. And. Uh, and we were doing one nighters in Montana, and he, I had to pick him up at the airport in the rental car. Of course you did. <laughs> it was my Feature. rental car, not his. <laughs> of course. Yes, oh. I was paying. Yeah. Oh. No, wait, it wasn't my rental. I drove. I drove my Blazer, but I still had to pick him up at the airport. Yeah. And then, uh, and and he had <laughs> a bit about his last name being Montgomery, and he goes, the oh, the advice, the only advice he gave me he goes, you gotta come up with a joke that's got your name in it, so people remember your name. And I've never fucking forgot his name. Well, then Chuck he, Montgomery. Then that, Chuck Montgomery does yeah. that wins. I have a you have a joke. We've talked about this. I, I wrote know. a joke with my name in it because, because of that of advice, it. and it worked. I, yeah, and now people know your name, Lori Gilmartin, <laughs> <laughs> Paul Gilmartin's cousin. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, that's that. Okay, that's that. <laughs> there was um, there was an article in the Times a couple days ago. Um, about uh, the possible end of the comedy boom. Did you read it? No. I read the one about the two showrunners who said, yeah, uh, we hired Louis C.K. Did you read that? No. Okay. Wait, just recently they hired him? No, no. That they were sorry that they hired him at all, ever. Oh. Even though they had heard the rumors, and they're like, we have to do better. Were they male or female? Male. Oh, really? Yeah, it was was two sane adult men. I love these men that all of a sudden realize they have to do better. Well, here's my theory on that is that it's like I know in I, I've always known intellectually that yeah. there's racism. Yeah. And then all the iPhone videos came out about right, right. cops murdering black people. And I was like, oh, there's racism. Right. And uh, and I think that's what men are like. I know that there's sexism. Yeah. And now there's this me, too. Everyone's talking about it. And they're like, oh, there's sexism. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, I probably should. Get off my ass, and that's what I thought about racism. So yeah, you know it's weird. Like there, there. Even when I started doing stand up, it was like there's all you know there's hacky hacky topics, and one of them was a black comic saying you couldn't get a cab. I'm like, oh come on, guys. Right. <laughs> okay, you two, all right. Like 
Let me guess. You can't get a cab. Then I realized, Then I found out. Oh, they fucking cabs don't stop for black yeah, they guys. Can't, they can't get it's cabs. It's fucking true. Yeah. You got to talk about. We never did comic of the week, oh, and then we can talk about the boom. Uh, do it. Lydia Popovich. Lydia Popovich. You guys know Lydia Popovich? She's, she's, a, a, she's great. Originally from San Francisco, but she's here now. She's here now. Yeah. I watched a couple of her videos online. I yeah. believe I've met her uh, probably more than once, but I only remember once. And then uh, her email, her, well, that, her Twitter. What a way to make her feel special. <laughs> she was she really funny, She a Jackie poster in her bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Where are those? Where's that merch? <laughs> uh, her Twitter handle is Hater Tuesday. At Hater Tuesday. She hates Tuesdays. Uh, so I don't know why it's Hater Tuesday, but uh, maybe you could tweet at her at Hater Tuesday and ask her. But it's Lydia Popovich, and I watched a couple of her videos. It was great. Yeah, she's very yeah. funny. So there you go. Comic of the week. Okay, so and, and I hope she gets gigs quick because the comedy boom, the is, boom is, o- is over, I guess. The New York Times? Uh, yeah. Was, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that's true. It just seems like the audience is changing and getting different. But it, it, his his kind of his premise was that's good because there's a lot of, uh, you know, maybe old guard that needs to be pushed away. No, not us because we're... <laughs> Because we're, we're women. Oh, that's right. Oh, that we, yes. got the, we got the freak show. We're finally working. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. And mostly uh, old white male guard that sort of has like a, a, just a lock on comedy in a way. In, in, yeah. in the way comedy's done and in, in the way it's performed. And, um, and there's a lot of uh, younger or minority or female performers that are just kind of blowing it up a little bit. Yeah, and um, that's bringing in a different audience, and maybe it'll be maybe, maybe good it'll, for comedy. That'll be good. But you know, I, I don't know. Are all these gigs going to go? It seems like comedy is a thing that Americans love to do now. Like they're very committed to it, right? Well, uh, the, you know, this boom thing has always been so weird. Anyway, they're like because and and there are a lot of new clubs. Yeah, but there's a new club that just opened in Rochester, New York. Uh, comedy at Carson something. Yeah. And uh, I sent them my avails. <laughs> and uh, don't think I didn't. And, uh, uh, but the, um, but I, there was, I, there was a booker who was not a booker, but a, a PA guy, a personal appearance agent was telling me that clubs are over. It's all small theaters now. And I was like, uh, I work clubs. And uh, I don't think you're right. I think that there's plenty of clubs. But yeah. I also think that there's that thing that the that the youth, that the the generation under us, mm-hmm. uh, where they would just go to towns and, and do sort of four walling at a music venue. I love that. Like idea. bands. It's such a it's so smart. Kanane kind of started it. Yeah. Adomian did. Did he it. start it? He didn't start it. He was the first guy I heard. Kyle he probably Kinane. didn't. Yeah, Kyle Kanane probably didn't start it, but like Baron, our, Baron Vaughn too, right? Baron Vaughn does it. He's, Amy Miller. He's got, yeah, she does it. Uh, Baron's got a great, uh, he turned me on to a great theater in Fort Worth. And they just and, do comedy whenever they feel like it? Yeah, they it. just do comedy whenever they feel it, and then sometimes they do like Our Town. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. It, it, having to feel like these, there's so many improvs down. They're so huge. They're too big. And that's but they fine. keep making them that big. I don't they get keep, it. Well, the, I think that they're trying to get like Fluffy to come work them again. On and the way down? On the way down, <laughs> I guess. Because right now he's feeling like 3,500 to you know, 7,000. Wow. 
you know, rooms. Yeah. And uh, they're like, he's going to want to do a 600. And, uh, <laughs> and you're like, no, no, he's not. <laughs> he's going to want to make 27 grand in one night. You know what? We're all headed down. We're all, I mean, yeah, he'll have to do a 600 one day in 20 years, maybe. Maybe. I mean... His name's instead of Fluffy, it's Krusty. He's old, <laughs> right? He's gonna wor- have to work. Oh, smaller the riffing! Readers. The riffing! <laughs> Not Fluffy's name. It's what? Uh, what else you got? <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm like, do I have anything? I wrote down the word boom, and that was it. <laughs> I also. I was thinking because because Doug uh, blown up my phone like that. I was just thinking about how. There is audio of me, like we've all made horrible racist, or, and I, uh, allow me to uh, reform that sentence. I have uh, on occasion said really dumb, sexist, or racist things mm-hmm. that Are I you just thought talking were funny. Tonight's podcast? Just tonight's podcast. Okay. Me consistently discussing Lewis Lee. <laughs> now, um, so, back in the room uh, with my Minneapolis comics, and uh, so, um, but uh, it was no. But there's a, there's a um, you know how like everybody thinks they're hilarious, and then you have to find out over and over again where the line of hilarity because comedy is so hard, right? Remember when you were? I I, I remember when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would try to be funny, and I was just being. I was eleven. Right, I was the age of your son, mm-hmm. and sometimes the it wasn't funny. It was just either mean, or it was inappropriate, or the timing was off. It because it's such a learned skill. Yeah, and the uh, things that were acceptable to make fun of, like like if 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 you know, fifteen years ago, you make a fun of somebody's ethnicity and they laugh. They might just be laughing, like I laugh at se- very sexist jokes. Right, right. Because they're like, well, let's just keep moving. And, uh, you know, you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I see a, that in New York thing. a lot. Like, And I used to do that in New York. Like, you just immediately, you know, start guessing races and start talking to people like that. That's kind of like how you unite the room is to isolate people racially. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, New York so comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, there's just so many different pockets of people. Right, because it's, um, it's a cornucopia. But now, but now it feels it feels uh, dated. When I see it now, I'm like, it's oh, ha- I know what you're doing, but it doesn't. Uh, but maybe I have like a more of a Los Angeles sensibility now, or you know, where you kind of don't do that. And it's you just... a learned skill that it's not. It's a little hacky. I mean, it's been done for so long, right? Like if you look at Bob Hope and and you know, just all that those banana heads, and uh, but the it just comes up from there. And it's just been done for so long, and I mean, just finally like race uh, race jokes, um, yeah, like race ripping jokes. race jokes, right? Right, right. right. Up, it's up like, oh, look, there's a black guy, but his dick yeah. is big, and you're like, oh, great. And uh, well, you know, what? if his dick joke. is big, you know what? He should be praised. <laughs> but do we want him to pull it out right there and let us all in on it? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I forget sometimes. He's not a comic. Sure. (laughs) If you're not a comic, pull that dick out. (laughs) We're headliners. We want to see something. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) But I just think think that we've learned, you know, with everyone, especially with the internet, everyone can say, there's someone to talk to next to you, right? Mm -hmm. Who is also... Um, whatever you are, like a, uh, there's another woman in the room, you can go, 
that was weird, right? And so then if you're a person of color and there's like shit talking, you can turn to another one and go, what the fuck? This is... And then the two of you, you have something to talk about. But it you know what's strange is how many you're like, learning of the of the laughs. Um, like if you're doing crowd work and you're talking about someone's race and they're laughing at what you're saying, how many are those laughs like genuine laughs at your wit, or are they nervous? I don't want to look like I'm uncool or that I'm going to get mad at this, so I'm just going to go along with it. Race and sex jokes or yeah. sexual or you know yeah, jokes yeah. about someone's gender or something like that. I wonder how many comics and myself included have mistaken. Uh, uh, ha ha, stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter for like, I fucking kill him, they love me. <laughs> it's carry me off stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because no, I think really right. the, the purest laughs um, are when you're not addressing the audience at all and you're just inside a joke doing it. And so they get to peer in completely without feeling like you're going to comment on them. Right, right. right. Those are the pure laughs. And then the, the interaction laughs are sometimes they're wit and sometimes they're not. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they're just the the crowd nervous and hoping you're not going to go further or something. Yeah, I think I think you're I think you're right and it takes I think we're the longer you do stand up you can tell when you start talking to someone in the audience if yeah. they're laughing for real or if it's if you're actually making them uncomfortable. You should also be able to tell because you just become a better writer and you're like is this a cheap is this a cheap laugh I'm is getting? It a cheap shot. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and so I know that I did on Doug Stanhope's po- podcast. I, you're obsessed with Doug Stanhope tonight. <laughs> it's official. Do you know what? It was Doug Benson's podcast. I oh just my was, god, I, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. Ben have dementia. Doug. It's official. <laughs> and you're obsessed with Doug's. <laughs> with Doug's. Where's uh, um, I want there to be a there should be a third riff, and I've got nothing. Anyway, so Doug um, James, the guy that books that room in Long Beach. No, I don't know that guy. Oh. There's a book. In, there's a, a thing in Long Beach. Yeah, but he he he. How is it? How is it? <laughs> From what I under, like, I haven't worked in a while because he tends to book it that afternoon. Oh, <laughs> so there he's like, no, I can't. There's a nice coffee shop in Long Beach. I would go just to go to that coffee shop. Okay, well, you know what? I'll get his number for you. I don't have Thank it you. anymore, but I know uh, someone. Fair who enough, does. and I could probably Google it. Okay, because that's the great thing about this age of comedy, you guys. There's work if you just Google it. You just put the name of your town that you're going to accidentally. Oh, right. And then the word comedy. Oh, you've done that? You've said, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have coffee in Encinitas and then find out if there's a, an open mic there as well? Not Encinitas, but I have. <laughs> like, if, I, if, if I've ended up in some... Like, when I... I just went to my nephew's wedding in, uh, in Virginia, and uh-huh. I was like, I wonder if there's comedy. Yeah. And uh, to see if there was a set that I could pick Did up. Did you get one? No, there wasn't. There wasn't the night that I was there. Oh, okay. And uh, and that's I mean sometimes because it's a small town you don't it's only an off night you know sure. the, the the place that has it's usually a sports bar or a karaoke bar it's I'm not there on a Thursday so uh, <laughs> but yeah it's worth mm-hmm. the effort you know especially mm-hmm. when you're starting out or you're looking for sets let's say you're looking for a place to go up that'd be a great way to do it. Really? Yeah. That's seem like a great way to do it. <laughs> seems like a better way to do it than how I used to do it, which is it seems like you to... should stay in your town and go out every night. It's uh I would stay in Why my are town you going go... to weddings? Why are you advising <laughs> young comedians to waste their weekends at weddings? <laughs> Cuz stop it. Members get married and you have to go watch them. And uh <laughs> look, it's happening. And uh so 
how much time have we done? Oh my God. We probably have like 12 minutes left. That's my guess. That's what you guess. It says 914, and we, we have till 927, you guys. Somebody do the math for me. That's 13, 13 minutes? minutes. Thanks for playing. Okay. So I did that math joke. It was pretty good. That math joke, the 3.2 billion men. Oh, yeah. That's a new line. That felt That's good. That's part of the artis- artisanal. artisanal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, small batch. You can get to that one quicker, man. I, I, oh, yeah, I think I can. Okay. Yeah, that'll be. You're going to tighten those up. You guys feel free. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the improv tomorrow, so <laughs> I had to. I had to. I canceled the the uh, the, the UC Care Clinks, clinks uh, yeah. tonight, and I tried to hold uh, on. I got to go catch it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would tell you you can't be there in time because I had to be there by nine thirty. I, I would figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> teleporter. <laughs> I am a teleporter. <laughs> I always get there in time. Speaking of Star Trek, <laughs> you do. And so I'm a telepath, exactly. And uh, boom, look at this guy. Are you having separate nerd conversations without me? I That's will very have, rude. This I, is our <laughs> podcast. Do you know there's a new there's a new uh, there, there's a new uh, translation of the Odyssey that I asked for for Christmas? Oh, is it by a woman? Yeah. Emily, oh yeah, I heard uh, about Emily that. Wilson. It's yeah. an iambic pentameter. It's pretty. It's supposed to be beautiful, and I it's know. A sort of updated. Uh, Are you going to read too. it or just have it on your bedstand? No, I may just walk around with it and then just hold it up here <laughs> with people, and I'll say the curse of a classical education. And uh, no, I'm gonna. I'll probably read it. Yeah, try to. Read I've read it. it before, but I haven't read it in. I haven't decades. read the Odyssey. I've tried to read the Iliad four times. I've translated the Aeneid from Latin uh, poorly. Oh my and, uh, God. I, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm tired of you and your, accomplish, your accomplishments and your I got enamel pins. I got enamel pins. I got a new merch. I got Meat Shield t-shirts, right, that, uh, that all, the, uh, all the profits will go to Black Lives Matter. And, um, is, yeah, really? ACLU. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it would be weird to make money off of a white lady. Oh, yeah, shield. you're right. <laughs> so... So like like they cost a certain amount of money. I mean, it'll all be very transparent on yes. the website. But um, as soon as they're paid for, all the money after that will go to um, uh, Black Lives Matter. And then the first thousand, I think, to Black Lives Matter. The second thousand to that Southern Law Poverty thing. Oh, I, then, I yeah, they're on my then, monthly donation. Yeah, and then Southern. the third. Grand will go to the ACLU, and then we'll just start over again. Jesus Christ, how much you making on those things? Uh, these uh, they're gonna sell like fucking hotcakes because they're gorgeous. <laughs> Jenny Fine designed this June Cleavery kind of That's uh, cool. well, meat shield with a lady on it, and then I got I went and I got enamel pins because everybody kept saying how great enamel pins are. I like and, that. And I was like, I didn't tell anyone I was getting enamel pins because I was pretty sure they were gonna look horrible because uh, uh, it's a fiddle and diddle. It's a it's it's got a lot of small uh, writing on it. But it's actually quite beautiful. They did a really nice job. Want to take a look at it, Aldrin? Yeah. Wow, this um, is the QVC part of the podcast. Exactly. Tick tock. We got time. No one, no one checks if you're donating. You know what? When right after 9-11, oh. I, I was selling shirts. But I'm going to. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying right. I was I used to sell, I used to have this bit where I, I said there used to be there should be a a biatch version of the C word, and then I, I had it, it was the bit it was Keont. And I had, <laughs> I had T-shirts that said Kiant on them in the Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola font. And, um, and they, they sold pretty well. So right after 9-11, I was struck with a patriotic fever. Sure. And horny for the remaining firefighters still alive in New York City. 
And uh, <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> so I so I remember I went I went I was uh, I was working in Albuquerque, Russ Revis's room in Albuquerque. Laughs and. Um, Jackie is was the worst Miami. room. I've it was ever a good. Room. He let it go, but it was a good room for a while. It was. It was anyway. Finish your story. Okay. So, um, so it was like I. I think I flew the first time. The first day they let people start flying after nine eleven. So nine eleven was on a Tuesday. So maybe it's the following Wednesday, the next week. And um, uh, so I brought all my shirts and I said the profits are going to go to. Uh, a comedian friend of mine whose brother-in-law had died in the towers. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was a yeah. firefighter. And uh, and so people bought him up. And then I, I posted an Excel file on on my oh, website right. and right. I like copy I photocopied the, the <laughs> check and I put it on there so people could see I gave it to her. And right, right. then I checked the how many people had lo- looked at it and nobody <laughs> no one gave a right. shit. But, but you were uh, making sure that you were being honest because you're a comic and you're like, I'm by yes, nature. Yes, I thought somebody would. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You nature. and I don't always have the same motivation. <laughs> um, no, I'm worried of being thought of a thief. So, yeah. I'm always, I'm always, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm always, whenever I go through TSA, I'm always like, am I a terrorist? And I'm not. I'm never a terrorist. <laughs> but I'm always, I'm like, am I packing? I'm always holding. You a, know what? Maybe you're not. an empath. Maybe I am. Maybe I you're am. You're picking up on the TSA's exactly. nervousness. The nervousness, the boredom, the TSA theater boredom. Um, that room was that Albuquerque room? Yeah. It it supplanted North Platte, Nebraska as the worst room that I had ever worked in my life. Why, the uh, audience was super drunk? No, the audience was fine. They were completely, uh, they were wild animals. They were yeah. feral. Yes. Uh, nobody, the It MC, used to be a good room. When Gary Bynum ran it, it was yes, a good room. Yes. It paid shitty, but it's continued to pay shitty. It yeah, never it got better. it would always pay shitty. It's closed, blessedly, and hopefully... He, oh, with the poor Albuquerque comics. That's not... That's fine. Uh, it wasn't... <laughs> I... No, fuck you are your without compassion away. tonight. Drive away <laughs> from that. It was the audience was actually genuinely nice. It was seven dollars to get into the show, less than a movie, and uh, the MC was um, the fry cook, and one of the shows. You know what? Could as not- it should be. You can't just be a fry cook in Albuquerque. You got to have something to look forward to. Why don't you take a sat? Why don't you give that young man a Saturday off so that he can, because inter- inter- he missed introducing me. I was headlining, oh, and I was sharing the condo with a guy. And this is the condo that uh, did telephone sales from the phone during the day. But I wasn't there for that. They okay. they were taking a week off. <laughs> um, but they had uh, chained the iron to the wall. Do you remember that? Yes, yes, I was yes. Like, yeah. Who are you booking that's stealing a twelve dollar iron? I know, yeah. You're this is a the worst. And the woman who picked me up was the wife of Russ Revis. They got divorced. Tammy. Huh? Yeah. You got divorced. Um, she, as she drove me she to the She was a condo, nurse, did you know that? Good. Yeah. As she was driving me from the airport to the condo, she said, You know, this is your first time here. I just want you to know if we don't like you, we're not gonna have you back. I can't believe she said that. She was so nice when I first met her. Uh, I think being with Russ really uh, gave her some rough edges. I walked in on Russ and the manager making out. Was Tammy there with you? No. Wow. And I was like, 
oh, it's that kind of club. It yeah. was so foul. I wanted to burn it to the ground by Saturday night. She gave me, he gave me a check for $1,200 for the yeah. weekend. And I said, I'm going to need cash. <laughs> that was and smart. then they gave me cash and I took it and I said, sometimes it doesn't work out, does it? And I put it in my pocket and I walked the fuck out. Wow. And I got a ride from an audience member to the airport. Oh my God. Yeah. It was genuinely the wor- the dumbest week. Wow. Gary Bynum is a saint compared to Russ Reeves. Yeah. How Gary much Bynum time? is actually Wait. Great. We're close. We're five minutes out. Okay. So, um, <laughs> the, the pins, though? Oh, be no. T- <laughs> oh, I will talk about the pins. Wait, I sold pr- shitty mom books uh, at, oh, at Roosters, and somebody gave me 40 by accident. But I didn't Good. look. I just felt like a wad, and I was like, I thought there were two tens, yeah. and I just put them in, the, in my wallet. And then later, I was like, oh, that's that lady. She gave me too much money. So I don't if know how listening. to I don't know how to track her, but no, she has blonde hair. <laughs> she lives in Silicon Valley. She's sitting on a Scrooge McDuck pile of it's money. Silicon, not silicone. Is it so, silicone. She lives on, on some sort Valley. of plastic it's surgery Valley. Valley. <laughs> what happened? Did you make another nerd joke? I mean, no the, one gets, but this, you too. The nerd lady was laughing so hard she put her head down. She was like. Silicon Valley? What is the Silicon Are they doing for? a check drop during our podcast? Very the check possible. drops never end in comedy, guys. <laughs> Something to live for. What, um, <laughs> what is Silicon? Uh, it's, uh, it, it's regarding a chip, a microchip that kind of goes into computers. Where's Andrew Solomson when you need him? <laughs> um, so Yelling at the podcast right now because I exactly, said it wrong. Exactly, because you said it wrong. Very possible, very possible. Anyway, so... You sold a bunch of books? I sold a few. <laughs> Excellent. They're fucking heavy, man. Don't yeah. write a book. Did you drive up there or did you fly? I flew southwest. I flew into San Jose Airport. Nice little airport. Flew sure. back into Burbank. Two tiny airports. I was in and out. It was awesome. No LAX. Oh, that's yeah. great. I'm going to San Francisco in December to open for Maria. Where? I only have two more two more gigs out of town this, this year. Where are you, you guys working in San Francisco? The Palace Palace of Fine Arts? Yeah. Fuck, that's nice. Okay. Oh, there you go. Where are you staying? What's your hotel? Oh, you won't tell me the hotel. Oh, yeah, she's a Hilton. Because I have a Hilton honors point. She's a Hilton head. That need to be mine. Um, <laughs> I, um, I'm, uh, I'm working at Cobb's uh, G- uh, January 13th with Liz Winstead. Oh, my God. That's a great yeah. show, it's you guys. It's a Saturday night. Holy shit. That's going to be an amazing show. Yeah. January 13th? Yeah. How do I get booked at Docs <laughs> and then just kind of hang out? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. We could do a podcast there. Oh, I was going to tell you that uh, the night that we're doing the Cherokee Casino, um, Jen Kirkman's in Oklahoma City. No, really? Yeah. Yeah, Are you far from Oklahoma City when you're doing that casino? I don't know where West Siloam Springs is compared to Oklahoma City offhand. I, I, uh, but if you can't come to Maria's show, you could totally... I mean, it's going to be over. But, I mean, um, I don't so know. So you're... You're plugging a gig that already happened. Yeah, it's already happened. Okay. Boo! This really does feel like the end of the podcast. (laughs) Every time it feels like the end of the podcast, doesn't it? It's, um... Um... yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing next week? Um, I'm just doing spots in LA. I'll be in LA next week. Me too. Me too. Doing spots, and then what are you doing for the the holidays? New Year's Eve, I'll be at the Stand and uh, Eastville Comedy Club in New York City. Really? Yeah, I have one an hour. Boom, boom, boom. Five spots that night. 
And the clubs are like seven minutes apart. So uh, that's by cab. Just back and forth. Yeah, it's back perfect. And forth, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. That's, and they. And I oh, checked with Patrick, and he doesn't mind if I work Eastville. It's far enough away. Yeah. You know? Well, New York, you know, as far as, as one, once you walk out the door, nobody can find the place you were in. That's true. It's, you might as well have a restaurant right next to each other. Mm-hmm. They're both halal. Yes, that doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, so there's so many people. I uh, I just, uh, I'm going to do Angela Weber of the Double Clicks. I'm doing her Nerd Melt show on uh, on New Year's Eve. Oh, cool. So Meltdown Comics here right in town. Down. And it'll be early enough that then I can go play board games. Great. You know what I did all weekend? Yes. What'd you do? I did nothing all day. I sat in my dumb hotel room and my nice, it was like a really pretty white duvet. And watched Fixer And I watched, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. I did. Could I say what I did instead of you guessing correctly like an asshole? I watched HGTV, not just Fixer Upper, but Property Brothers and, you know, Island Getaway. Congratulations. If I got a lot of good ideas, I will never implement in a house. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy. All right, that's Red plenty, enough. right? That's enough of a laugh. Bye. <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com. 